Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Interesting words from Michael Wilbon there. Will it pay off or will it be dirt? (laughs) Will it not be worth it? It's the biggest question for Eagles fans as they've moved on. And it's perfect for us this morning. I'm Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline. 45 minutes away from our brand new ESPN NFL analyst, Matt Miller. He's the guy last week that said, hey, there's a team that's got Zach Wilson ahead of Trevor Lawrence. What else will he have for us? He'll empty the notebook in 45 Zubin, you do realize you do realize that Mitch Eight, Trubisky. Oh, 30 minutes. My apology. You don't have to wait as long. Mitch Trubisky is not under contract. With the Chicago Bears. Did somebody pass that along to you during the break? Or yeah, Evan, Evan, Evan was reading some potty on social media talking about, he's not even under contract. Duh. Like, we don't know that. He's not under contract with the Chicago Bears. We we very aware of that. <laughs> that if they were to re-sign him, let's strike it and let's rephrase it. If they were to re-sign him, that's all. Right. Stri- not time for Judge Zubin yet. He wants to strike it. From the record. So we're asking. I, I that's your takeaway from the tweet. Team. My takeaway is that you'd rather have Mitch Trubisky than Tua Tungavailoa. Like, like how oh, we God, not spend more go. on this? Pretty here much. You go. Well, I, I would rather would, have what? him because why would I trade to go get Tua to get the same thing and probably worse than Mitch Trubisky? Like, what has Tua done in his short period of time with the Miami Dolphins? For me to be like, yeah, I'm giving you a one for Tua. Like, huh? Like, I'm he not doing that. one season. Mitch has yeah. had four. four. When yeah, it was a straight-up deal. Mitch has gone to the playoffs twice. Twice. Okay? And he's shown you, at times, spurts where he could potentially be okay. I just think that we living in a world where it's such a quick hook and people don't like Mitch Trubisky. Let's face it. They just don't like him. Because he was selected as the number two overall pick. The other two guys that went behind him are playing out of their mind, and that would be Deshaun and the Patrick Mahomes. So what happens is he gets caught into that bubble. Can he be fixed? Probably. That's why we brought Matt Nagy in in the first damn place. Right? See, Isn't I, that why we I, brought I, him I in? I don't I don't think people dislike Mitchell Trubisky as much. I think No, the, Mitchell the, Trubisky as a player, not as a the, person. No, here, here, the, no, I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that this is more Matt Nagy, right? Like so that's the question. If Matt Nagy has one more year and his job is on the line, who is he going to bring in? He's probably not going to entrust this is a guy he sat down. <laughs> so think about that. I I just it's such a it's such a bigger thing. I don't think Mitch. But, but no, you're right. You're right, Jay. But so what happens with those optics, right? Is you bench a dude at five and zero. Oh. So the first thing that people say is, well, he must be bad. He must really be bad because you benched him at five and zero oh for Nick Foles. Then you bench Nick Foles. Thank God he got hurt, as far as y'all concerned. But he's healthy. But you gave you use that as an excuse and an opportunity to bring back Mitch Trubisky to now go on a slight run and help you go into the playoffs. 
That, that's all I'm saying. So if you are supposed to be the fixer, fix it. So you're going to go get Tua and do what? But, you know, they're, they're the fixer until they can't fix it. Then they have to try to fix something else. So that's. But, but why, would you, why would you go get Tua if you can fix Mitch or go get Matt Ryan that doesn't need you to fix him, just needs you to stay the hell out of the way? A veteran th- guy that knows how to play. Because maybe you're thinking with Tua, like this is more long-term for our franchise, maybe because of the potential that he shows, that he showed this year. I mean, he, he did play well with the exception of some times for Miami. Man, a dude had one good half, man. Let's be real. Let's keep it 100. He had one good half in Miami. One good half. It's not, I'm not saying he's a Joe Burrow-type prospect, but he, he did play decently. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick did have to close out games, but he, you can't sit here and say Tua Tungvaloa did not play somewhat decently Jay, this year. he had one good half, man. Let's, it sounds it, like you, don't, one, you just don't like Tua. One good sounds half. sounds like you just do not like no, Tua. No, it's not that I don't like him. He played – I want to be real. He played one good half. He didn't play nine great games. He wasn't Justin Herbert. He played one good half. And so – is that going to give me or make the determination for me to go out and trade for him? No, I'd rather keep my damn pick and fix the dude that everybody thinks is broken. But then I don't think Matt Nagy and I, Bill Lazor can fix him. Well, that seems to be the problem. If you, if I'm personally, if I'm Mr. Trubisky, I don't know if I want to be in Chicago anymore. That, that too. I don't want to be here, right? Like, because now there's even a bigger blockade between me and my head coach that if I come back, he has to fix. But there's a, there's a lot of scar tissue there between us, considering the way he handled my last year when I was playing well and he stopped me. He benched me. Well, you know you have a quarterback problem if the Miami Dolphins are exploring options at quarterback, whether they want to give it to you and tell you or not. It's out there in the universe, whether they're thinking about drafting somebody at three or what is it, three that they're at now, I think. Mm-hmm. That they're looking to draft somebody at that spot or looking to trade for Deshaun Watson. If they were so sold on Tua, they wouldn't even we wouldn't even be having these type of conversations. So, and I understand. Yes, you move up to get a Deshaun Watson if you can because there's not a whole lot of those that are out there. But you don't hear him saying that in Kansas City or Green Bay or some of these or Seattle or some of these other places that have established quarterbacks. There's no doubt about it. He fits right into the example of what you mentioned with Trevor Lawrence before Tua got hurt and obviously had the catastrophic hip injury, which he has recovered fully from. The Dolphins were convinced as such to draft him in the top five. He was that guy that wouldn't be a can't-miss number one. There's nothing wrong, and he wasn't even the first quarterback selected in his own draft. But that's the question this morning. As Jay said, you know, maybe Tua to Chicago. Key says... Maybe not. Jay would say that's the best-case scenario. If they can't land Deshaun Watson, Key's saying, hey, it's not the worst-case scenario. We'll see what happens. Could you keep Mitch? This is Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. That's the question this morning. Best-case, worst-case scenario for your team, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Want to get to one tweet and then one call, since we're on the Bears, why not? Ryan on KJZ on Twitter. As a Bears fan, best-case, miracle Watson trade, more realistic, Best case, car. Worst case, ending up with Minshew. Alex in Michigan. Oh, you're, on, <laughs> you're on ESPN Radio, and you got the Bears on your mind. Best case, worst case. Very scary way to bring me in. Don't be saying Minshew to Chicago. That's no. <laughs> so, first off, I want you guys to think about Mitch's career. So, when he came into Chicago, he had John Fox as his head coach. He sat behind Mike Glennon. When he finally took over the team, they weren't passing the ball. They weren't working to his system. They were constantly running. He had nobody to throw to. 
He was running for his life. Switch to year two. Nagy comes in. Nagy works with him. He builds him up. His QBR goes up. His touchdowns go up. His yards go up. And then year three, Nagy decides, you know what? I'm going to take everything I just did in year two with this guy, and I'm going to change it, and I'm going to force him to be the quarterback that he's not. So Mitch digresses. So then Nagy uses that excuse to go into the offseason and get his own guy. We go get fools. He, as you guys said, takes the first excuse after, I think it was week three when we were losing to Atlanta, and turns it over to Foles, who, oh, God, was a fucking terror. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey! Got a little excited there, buddy. You had to dump you. Sorry. It was going so well. <laughs> yeah, he's Until a fan, all right. <laughs> How about this? I, I, I wish this was Dre Bly. I don't think this is Dre Bly, but Dre in North Carolina is joining us on ESPN Radio this morning. Good morning. Keep it PG, Dre. What's going on, fellas? What up? What up, baby? <laughs> Hey, uh, I, I'm 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 a Jets fan. Thank you, Keith. Thank you for your years, man. Thank you. Uh, thing is, I think best case scenario is uh, the Jets go for their wide receiver, either either Smith or Jamar Chase at two. Try to trade Sam Darnold to uh like catch one of the quarterback thirsty teams like the 49ers or I mean get try to get a late first round pick and let that let that move be for Mac Jones. This way you got a replacement. And then your third, uh, th- that gives you three picks in the first round. At that point, then you can address uh, running back. Key, you could get Mac Jones. It would be all gravy, no, or would it be all no. gravy boots? I'm staying all gravy boots, exactly. I'm staying right with Sam Darnold. I'm not touching no Mac Jones over no Sam Darnold, man. Why would I do that? I got Matt, Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur's brother, in here to – run the West Coast system to bring some of that familiarity back to Sam, some of the things that Sam did in college. I shore up the offensive line. I draft a receiver or two receivers in this year's draft. They don't have to be first-round picks. I got to be astute enough from a talent evaluation standpoint to find the guys, to find the guy. Or maybe I spend a little money and go get me an Allen Robinson. Or I trade or, or take a look at a, an aging A.J. Green along with an Allen Robinson. There's other little players that are out there in the world. I'm not taking Mac Jones over no Sam Darnold, though. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, I'm with the key. I, I don't really see that scenario playing out the way he wants it to. Octavius and Tulsa, first team, all name team. I made the honorable mention. Octavius is making the first team. <laughs> Octavius and Tulsa, favorite team, best case, worst case. Man, favorite team, I got to tell you, Baltimore Ravens right now. I mean, I'm in Oklahoma Majority of the teams already from Oklahoma. That's why I'm rooting for them. But at the same time, I got to say, man, let them get T.Y. Hilton, you know, because Kyler Murray got help. You know, they got help in the Bills. Everyone got help but Lamar Jackson. Is it a fail to keep safe? And the worst case would be he asked me it, and I was thinking, man, what's the worst case? Man, don't let them get another defensive player. T.Y. Hilton is an interesting prospect, but I got that in Hollywood Brown. I need me a big dude. I gotta have. I don't want. I don't want a bunch of itty bitties running around. I. I, I want. Give me a big. Go give me a big six four, six three. Give me a, a, a Chase Claypool. Give me somebody like that because I already got. I already got Hollywood Brown. So I don't need to duplicate the same guy in T.Y. Hilton. It's going to be interesting to see, once again, what Chicago decides to do with Allen Robinson. Like, you know, do you franchise tag him? Do you try to package him up if you don't give him his money? And then if not, I mean, a guy like that is an option. 
How about Calvin in San Antonio? Give us a team we haven't heard from yet this morning. Calvin, your favorite team, best case, worst case. Good morning, gentlemen. You good um, down there, man? You straight? Yeah, we good now. We good now. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate you asking. But my, my team is Washington. There's a lot of uh, in-between scenarios that I think they could, they could still win the division with, like Cam, uh, Mariota, or um, – What's his name? Derek Carr. But obvious best case scenario is is Deshaun Watson. Worst case scenario to me would be Fitzpatrick because if he comes in, he would be the presumed starter, and that would stunt any opportunity Heineke would have to reach whatever ceiling of talent he has based based on what he's shown in the playoffs. Interesting, Fitzpatrick for the Washington Football Team. It just doesn't. Right, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, how many times you, how many times you gonna keep signing Fitzy? Jay will sign him everywhere he goes. I'm no, just saying he's a serviceable backup. You know, That's Jay be I'm trying saying. to put him at every team. Hey, Seattle needs a quarterback. Go no, get Fitzy. No, no. <laughs> I'm saying if you need somebody who has veteran leadership, that's what he can bring to the table. That's all I'm saying. For three games. There's nothing worse than not doing anything or standing pat and remaining the same. Rodrigo in Illinois, you're on ESPN Radio. Hit us with it. Rodrigo. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Rodrigo? Good morning. I'm doing fine. My football team is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think the worst case scenario is probably not uh, giving um, Lamar Jackson any weapons so he can evolve a little bit in that offense. And the best case would be getting us a number one receiver or at least uh, a receiver that can – Make uh, defenses a little bit nervous and stop packing in the box on us. Yeah, I think they. I think they are going to certainly address the receiver position. How they do it, I don't know. They've already re- addressed the receiver position as far as the coaching staff go. They brought in longtime college football coach and T. Martin, who was the offensive coordinator at USC, passing game coordinator, receiver coach at Tennessee here recently. Um, produced a number of wide receivers in college. Keith Williams. Uh, they brought him in, who was off. Uh, from coaching over the last couple years, but they brought him in as a the passing game specialist, but he also his expertise is at receiver. So I'm sure they're going to address the receiver position very, very well. Keith Williams coached uh, Jamal Adams. I'm not Jamal Adams. I'm sorry, Devontae Adams, along with Tyreek Hill, amongst many other NFL players. They go to the, they call him Dr. Dr. Route because he's just, he knows what he's doing. Jay, let me get your thoughts on this. Adam is weighing in, best case scenario, his team is the Miami Dolphins. This is on Twitter, KJZ on Twitter. Miami Dolphins, keep Tua and get him some weapons on offense and build around him. Now, Jay, listen to this worst case scenario, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dolphins trade for Deshaun Watson and give up on the positive, continuing positive rebuild that includes Tua. He's saying worst case Get Watson, give up on Tua. Haven't heard that one yet. Every call that we've had since Deshaun Watson has became available has said that, hey, best case is Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Every team wants Deshaun Watson. Now you're telling me Miami doesn't want Deshaun Watson? I I, I like Tua. I think he has a chance to be a good quarterback in the NFL, but I don't put Tua on the same level as Deshaun Watson. I don't see how that's the worst case scenario. Let's go to one of us, Hassan in New York. You're on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Hassan. What makes you think? Well, I'm just guessing. Okay. Good morning, Hassan. Hassan? See, see Zubin? You see, you done scared the man you off. Letting it, us Zubin. Down. He's letting all of us down. Hassan, call us back, man. Letting everyone down. 
I gave him the stage. <laughs> All right, I got a rebound for her son now. I got to step it up. Riley in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Key's been very interested in Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers' lack of interest this morning. What you have? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey. What's happening, Riley? What's up, man? Hey, hey, day one, listen to man. I'm a big fan. Hey, Jay, I appreciate your football acumen. Hey, Zubin, you the man. Key, I appreciate you and you was down here in Carolina too, baby. I appreciate that. Facts. Thanks, man. Hey, listen, man. Hey, Key, I'm going to break it down for you, man. You know, being a football player, Teddy Bridgewater is not the man down here in Carolina, bro. He ain't got no dog in him. Cam had that dog in him. Jake DeLome had that dog in him. We watched Teddy lose eight games, bro, when he had the chance to win the game by one score or less. If we won five of them games, we in the playoffs, man. Teddy ain't got no dog in him. They trying to sell us down here that he the Art Rooney Sportsman of the Year. Nobody give, nobody care about that. Teddy ain't no man down here. Teddy is a backup, bro. Teddy need to stay. He said, I wish he stayed in New Orleans. Get the best case scenario for us is to get to Sean, even if that means we got to give up Christian. I know that's not a popular thing down here. But think about the cap hit that we take for giving Christian all this money as a running back when we can get Fred Davis, we can keep Davis on the cheap, and then we get Samuel out the slot. Hey, nobody nobody talked about how Samuel was the running back last year and was catching the balls out the slot doing the same thing Christian McCaffrey was doing. So that alleviates some money that alleviates some money from us. And I say that's the best case scenario for us to, to, to get to Sean. The worst case is not to get the bruh. You understand what I'm saying? I listen to you guys. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, for sure. Respect, Riley. Nah, see, Zubin, I try to tell you about Chris McCaffrey. He's not very bullish. He, but look, Chris McCaffrey is, like you said, it's not very popular. I get it. Oh, my God, Chris McCaffrey, how dare you? We finally got one at the running back spot. Are y'all ready to give him away? I get it. He is great. I'd love to have him as a teammate and play with him. But for the most part, when you look at backs around the league and depending on what backs there are, production-wise, you can get some of the same things if, you fe- if that's what you wanted to do. If you wanted to feed a guy like that in both the passing game and the running game, you can get production out of that position. Now, is that production turning into Ws? That's all that – they needed to sign McCaffrey. They had no snap, crackle, pop. There was no – there was no – uh, marketing, there was no big, you know, Cam had sizzled out, and McCaffrey was playing out of his mind. So you pay him. There's no question about it. And he's a hell of a football player. But is that the way you're going to win long term? And I don't think so. I think he's a he's a complimentary piece for a team like a, uh, a uh, Kansas City, for instance. Kansas City's not going to give the football to Christian McCaffrey 60-something percent of the time, they're going to spread it around, and he's going to be a viable weapon. But in Carolina, he, when he's healthy, he's the only damn weapon, and you're not going to win long-term that way. So why not get value for him? Houston is looking for uh, a face of the organization again. Why not, if you can, pull that trade off, and you got a face. Houston has his face. You got your quarterback. And I understand why they don't like Teddy Bridgewater. I just, I'm just like, didn't you see this before, though? This is who Teddy was in Minnesota. This is who Teddy was in New Orleans. 13. Now, all of a sudden, you think you're getting ready to get Aaron Rodgers or you're getting ready to get Patrick Mahomes or, or Russell Wilson or something like that, and you went out and paid him all this money. Now you're mad 
because you lost a bunch of games that you think you should have won. Before well, we, it's, it's games that you wish he would have managed differently, like the Raiders game, thirty-four to thirty. The you know the Saints game, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Uh, the Chiefs game, thirty-three to thirty-one. There are a lot of games. I see what Riley's talking about. Those games where they're right there. Whereas if you have a quarterback that can have that dog in him, go to the next level, you win a lot of those games that are somewhat winnable. And last thing, the long-awaited or short-awaited return of her son. Her son, we got to run, but what you got? All right, real quick, guys. Good morning. Um, I, I think with, with the trade scenario, Jerry and Keyshawn could, could talk to that because he was in Dallas and he knows exactly the type of mess that Jerry Jones has created over the years. But uh, I'm thinking a scenario where we could um, um, have Dak Prescott go into Miami and get some of the draft picks that, um, that, uh, that's sitting there in Miami and perhaps bring another team in there like the, the 49ers where, you know, it's reaching it trade. Uh, to get the situa- situation resolved in in, uh, in Dallas. Indeed. As soon as he said Keyshawn, I confirmed it. I knew. As soon as he said Keyshawn, he was one of us. Did he leave? <laughs> oh, he's gone. Well, in- I mean, that's, yeah. Uh, that, to doubt, that to Miami would be interesting if they want to move on from him. But what does Miami feel about Dak, though? Does Miami believe Dak is the guy that kicked him over the top? Just because we believe that he's on par with that doesn't mean that that Brian Flores in, in, in Greer believes that the general manager. Yeah, and we'll see. Those two guys have just done an unbelievable job. I know a lot of people were down on Miami not making the playoffs last year, Week 17, everything that happened with Fitzpatrick and Tua, but their slow build, they're Fitzy. already ahead of schedule from where they thought they would be. On the way, our newest NFL draft insider broke a big one last week talking about Zach over Trevor Lawrence inside the scouting community. He's next to talk about Zach and Mac and Trey, and all the rest. This year, it's like nuts. Trevor Lawrence, and then everybody else. Mac Jones is really the one that's most interesting to me right now. The Jets and Zach Wilson is a marriage that I think makes all sorts of sense beginning in 2021. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Beverly, an all-NBA defender, guarding Kyrie Irving. Now Mann picks him up. Irving steps back, three-pointer. In and out, won't go. Oh, and Jordan tips it in. DeAndre Jordan with the left hand. That's Mike Breen last night on ESPN. Nets over the Clippers, 112-108. They continue to mow down the best in the West on this seven-game yeah, trip. calm down. <laughs> they got Keys Lakers late last week, got the Clippers last night. Want to mention that uh, Paul George is on a minutes restriction. He's coming back from a bone injury in his toe, in his leg. 
Hit the 33 minutes. That was the minutes restriction. Wanted to stay in there in a tight game down the stretch. It wasn't none too happy when he told he couldn't come back. Speaking of coming back, Deion Sanders is back in college football. Getting his win at Jackson State in his debut. 53-point shutout against NAIA Edward Waters College. Prime, of course, was a great defensive player. But we know his offense lit it up yesterday. 435 yards. He was all over TV. He's doing exactly what he said he was going to do, and he wants to eventually bring some four five-star prospects key to Jackson State. That's something historically HBCU programs have never had. Can't wait to talk to Prime. He's on our show tomorrow. He will be here tomorrow on KJZ. Black history always. Today we honor. It's the 30th anniversary. You want to feel old? I feel old saying this. I'm 42. I was a kid looking up to these guys. The black socks, the baggy shorts. It's the Fab Five, of course. Chris Weber, Jalen Rose, Jimmy King, Ray Jackson, and of course the current Michigan coach, Juwan Howard, to round it out. And 30 years later, Howard has himself an amazing freshman in Hunter Dickinson. And Michigan with Howard at the helm, huge win over arch-rival Ohio State. Yesterday, Selection Sunday is March 14th, and today we honor one of the all-time great stories in college basketball. What a quintet. They were. Yes. Ron Howard should be national coach of the year this year. What he's done with Michigan has been incredible to get them back into the upper tier of college ball. Couldn't agree more. Remember, they had a three-week layoff, down 12 at the half against Wisconsin, rallied to win, and then did it again yesterday against the Buckeyes. 100% with you. They've done an amazing job. SportsCenter brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Spend your tax return wisely with Straight Talk Wireless. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for $199. Plus get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune in to Straight Talk. How much of that is all the smoke? How much of that is just a smoke screen? It's draft season, folks. We're ready to go. Key, you ready? Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, yeah, whatever. What's wrong? I just get tired of hearing them pushing dudes up, and it drives me nuts. Well, this is what the draft I is. I know, but it just, year. it's like, what are y'all watching? What are y'all looking at? I'll tell you, Matt Miller, our newest ESPN NFL draft contributor, is watching. He's looking all the time. Good morning, Matt. It's great to have you here. Welcome to ESPN. I know you made your first official appearance on the network last week, so it's great to have you. Hopefully, it'll be the first of many appearances. Before we get into the breakdown of everything that'll get to April 29th so we can keep it calm down as we continue to poke holes <laughs> in every prospect, just lay it on us for everything you've done, everywhere you've been covering this draft, your favorite draft Story. It could be anything. Pro day, call, prediction, whatever. Oh, man. So my favorite story, 2017, I was sitting in New York uh, at, a, at a cubicle waiting to go on air, and I get a text from somebody that says, the Chiefs are trading up. So I text a guy with the Chiefs. I'm like, who are you trading up for? He's like, you're going to get a quarterback, aren't you? And he's like, no, guy probably won't be there. It'll probably won't be a quarterback. It'll probably be a linebacker. So me being young and naive, four years ago, fires up the Twitter machine. Chiefs are moving up. Don't expect a quarterback. Their guy won't be there. Turns out their guy was there. A 10 overall. <laughs> they draft Patrick Mahomes. The rest is history. But that's the craziness of the draft that I like. You know, Keyshawn came off the board so early, he didn't get to enjoy the draft. He was, he was in and out too fast. So for the rest of us, it's the, the intrigue of seeing where guys are going to land and how far they might be in the green room and then obviously where they go from there. Hey, Matt, let me ask you a quick question. How much of that positioning happens from teams? that do things like that. Oh. Hey, let me let me say I want Zach Wilson or this guy's a better quarterback prospect in order to throw people off to deflect attention away from what they really want to draft. No, it definitely happens. Sometimes it's on purpose, right? Sometimes they're manipulating things through the media. Sometimes it's just, it's not. You know, I, I've had years where 
you talk, you talk to a team, and they're like, hey, we really like this guy. I think this will be the pick. They get in the draft room. The owner is in the draft room. The head coach is in the draft room. Things change. So you can have a scouting department, love a player. You know, you could have, just for example, say the New York Jets scouts love Zach Wilson, but the owner gets in there, the head coach gets in there, a lot of other things come into play, and they're like, you know what? Let's take Justin Fields. So sometimes you have good intel and things just, just change. You know, it, it's, it's a wild, wild west when you get everybody involved, and especially when you get those owners in the draft room. That's when things really can change. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Matt, let me ask you this. Former NFL coach June Jones says that he has Zach Wilson and Mac Jones ahead of Trevor Lawrence in this year's draft on the big board. Now, that could mean a million different things. But why is this love of fest happening so fast with Zach Wilson? Yeah, uh, I don't quite understand where the Mac Jones one. I was floored by that when you said that. I think with Zach Wilson, what we're seeing is, is a copycat league, guys. And so you have a quarterback who he's a little bit undersized. And we, have, we don't have a clean measurement on this guy yet. We'll, we'll hopefully get that soon. But he's a little bit undersized. He runs around. He makes plays. He throws these balls. I've been calling them YOLO balls because they're not 50-50 balls. He just chucks the thing down the field and lets his guy go make a play on it. So that is exciting. He trusts his playmakers to go do things. He's got a big, strong arm. The ball jumps out of his hand. He's athletic. He moves around in the pocket. He throws off his left foot, his right foot. He jumps and throws. So I think you can watch him and say, that looks a little bit like number 15 for Kansas City. Where I get a little concerned with Zach Wilson is, it's also a little bit like Kyler Murray. It's also a little bit like Drew Locke. For every Aaron Rodgers, for every Patrick Mahomes, there's been a lot of imposters, a lot of guys who try to play at that level and can't. It leads to turnovers. It leads to injury. And so I think with Zach Wilson, you could be really excited about some of the traits but when you talk about does it translate to the NFL, I don't think anyone could be absolutely certain that it's going to translate to the NFL because he's done it against Mountain West teams. He's done it against Coastal Carolina. And this year, playing a very weak schedule, he threw. He had his best year, 33 touchdowns, cut down on his interception. Everything clicked for him. So the key with scouting, and we've got to figure it out over the next you know, nine weeks, is is that jump that he made this year because of him? Is it because of the level of competition? They didn't have a coaching change there that you could point to, you know, like with Joe Burrow and Joe Brady, and be like, okay, they modernized the scheme. This guy took off. You don't necessarily get that this time around. You, you sound certainly like a scout when you used uh, one of those phrases there. I was just sitting there going, imposter, okay. That sounds like somebody's been in a scouting room because guys are imposters. Everybody that's six foot four, uh, you know, with a fade, isn't necessarily going to be a Keyshawn Johnson type receiver. But, but because the way the league goes, they think that that is the case. When you look at Trevor Lawrence and you look at where he's at on people's boards, what should I be concerned with with Trevor Lawrence? Like, I have my concerns, but if I'm an NFL team, what should I be concerned with? You know, I think you could be concerned with the fact that, you know, statistically he never took over a game. You know, he was good. You could almost call him a game manager. I think that his delivery gets a little bit long at times, a little bit slow. It didn't necessarily lead to turnovers in the NFL, which is, or excuse me, at the college level, which is what we usually listen to. And, and then the fact that this is a very lean frame. He's 6'5 and 5'8, 280 at 213 pounds. He's going to have to bulk up a little bit. For all the athleticism that you love, the footwork is crazy for someone that tall. He's still very, very light, very lean. So I think it is fair to say if you get drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars like we expect, are you going to be able to handle take a beating from the Tennessee Titans, the Houston Texans? Are you going to be able to deal with the pass rush that you're going to see in the NFL, the, the type of bodies that you're going to see on defense, 
That's the big question. But, I mean, we're poking holes in a very pretty picture when you start to talk about, okay, there, there are concerns. Every player has a concern, right? With Trevor, it's just the fact that there are the fewest concerns that I think a lot of us have seen at a quarterback prospect in a really long time. Maybe back to Andrew Luck, maybe a little bit before that even. Hey, Matt, I want to go back to Mac Jones for a second. Former coach Charlie Wise raved about him this past weekend. What is the best case and worst case scenario for Mac Jones on draft day? You know, I think best case is he gets somewhere where they understand, you know, that it's going to be a ball control type offense. He's a rhythm passer. He's accurate. He's poised. He's good energy. But we're talking about, like, average arm strength and average athleticism. So I think that's the, the part of where do you try to find a fit for this guy it makes it a little more difficult. I think best case would be somewhere like the Carolina Panthers. They coached him at the Senior Bowl. They'd obviously be comfortable with him. Joe Brady's going to get the ball out fast. It's going to be an offense built around get it to Robbie Anderson, get it to DJ Moore, let them make plays in space after the catch where it's not all on you with your arm talent to try to make these plays. I think worst-case scenario you know, would probably be somewhere like the Washington football team. You don't have a very good offensive line. You don't have a lot of offensive playmakers. At 19 overall, you draft Mac Jones. You say, all right, young man, here you go. You have Terry McLaurin and no one else maybe Logan Thomas at tight end, and you have to go, go drive the offense all by yourself. So I think for Mac, and it, you know, it's great to see the hype around him the last week, but it's it still, you look at his, what he does well, what he doesn't do well, he needs offensive playmakers around him. I mean, at Alabama last year, he had four first-round wide receivers around him to end the year. And this year, even though Jalen Waddle got hurt, he had the Heisman Trophy winning wide receiver, Devonta Smith, and Waddle for the early part of the year. So I think that's the key with Mac Jones is the stats look great, but – you know, we don't box score scout. You look at traits, you look at ability, you look at upside, and there's a lot more to that puzzle than just touchdowns and interceptions. I think so good. What's that? Matt Miller. Oh, yeah. Like I, Information like was great. Like, he really, I could tell he really pays attention. He's definitely not an imposter when it comes no. to being an ESPN no, NFL he certainly is paying yeah. attention. Great Literally. hire by us. Or well, by me. Great hire by Keyshawn me. Keyshawn Johnson, president of ESPN. <laughs> Just always remember that, Matt, when you're around Key. Suck up to Key because Key has now been named company president. It's great to have you here. We're going to have you here all the way through. You said nine weeks till the draft, the path to the draft, no better place to get to the draft in here on ESPN, and we'll air it April 29th through May first matt thank you so much all right matt thanks Matt. appreciate you guys have a great day that's matt miller on the goodyear hotline i, I just say that because i could just listening to him no jay i could i could tell he's looking at his stuff he's paying attention because he he's on point about a lot indeed yeah. Keyshawn's about to uh move on over to get up Do you want to catch not Key? permanently not permanently i, I want to start anything. nice try i, I can't well, you'd have to prove it. You're the president. So you'd have to prove any decision that's made. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save in as little as three minutes at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Again, Key talking NFL with Greeny and the gang over on Get Up. When we return, Jay and I, a top play. Maybe the best play of the NBA season for a top overall pick. And now he's got a new guy that he's got to have top of mind lot going on for anthony edwards and the wolves hey it's greeny and monday demore smith will be with me the executive director of the nflpa are players really from now on going to take total control of their destiny he knows and he'll tell you it's greeny starting 10 a.m eastern on espn radio and espn plus this show is sponsored by better help a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time so what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day go visit your parents hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, 
work, picking the kids up from school, running errands. You never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. I'm not just saying that and getting right to the point and not playing games because we've got the heart out. I'm doing it because that's the style I have. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline, much more NBA. We're going to dig into the NBA right now, but in 23 minutes, Tim Legler is going to be with us. Look forward to talking to him. All things hoops. Looking forward to that. And then Michael Kay, for those of you listening in New York, there's a lot going on surrounding the Yankees right now. The big brand that is the Yankees and their brand image. We can talk a little Jets, Giants, NFL Draft, Darnold, the Knicks, the Nets, all that with Michael Kay coming up in about... 43 minutes from now. Jay, if you watched SportsCenter last night or if you watched the SportsCenter top plays of the month, I have a feeling this Anthony Edwards dunk is going to Dunk somewhere. of the year, Zubin. Yeah, right? It but, had me stand up in my seat at home when I saw it. But there's a bigger picture here, which is watching it, evaluating it, looking at it for one moment, looking at it within the context of a game, looking at it on TV, looking at it in social media. It just goes to show how different the conversation can be depending on how and where you digest. Exactly. So I'm at home. I'm trying to watch all these NBA games every single night. That's what I do. Ball is life. And I see the dunk, and I stand up because, first off, it's the way he elevates. And Anthony Edwards, I've been calling him baby Keyshawn for a while, Zubin, because he looks just like Keyshawn in the face. And they also have the same kind of personality traits where they're just willing. They're going to say what's on their mind. It doesn't matter. What's on their mind is what they're going to say. But freaky, freaky athletic ability. So I see it, and Twitter is just going crazy. I mean, it's going bananas. And then I run across a, a tweet from Nate Duncan. Now, he's an NBA analyst, okay? That pretty much says Anthony Edwards all over Twitter tonight with the dunk of the year. He also had seven points on three of 14 shooting, zero seven from the three-point line. Now, look, I, I see this tweet. I'm like, man, okay. Like, I, I get it. I get it that he's not having the best game. By the way, if you watch Minnesota play, 
Like, they're not good. There's a reason why Ryan Saunders just got fired, okay, the other day and now being replaced with Chris Finch uh, from Toronto, assistant coach with the Raptors. Carl Anthony Towns has had so many issues this year with the pandemic and COVID, losing his mother, losing multiple family members, hasn't been there, hasn't been there. They've been having issues with their rotation, a lot of questions. But don't steal this amazing moment from a kid like Anthony Edwards who has the dunk of the year. This dunk will be everywhere. It was the dunk heard around the world, Zubin. And I get that we live in the reality sometimes, and I know what the reality states. He didn't play well. But at times, it's like when you come in that moment where you try to steal a kid's thunder, like he's not up here trying to say, I, I played a great game. He's not on the post presser saying, I had 35 points. He just had a dunk. And the rest of the world has eclipsed that as, look what this dunk has done. And then Nate Duncan comes in there and just kind of poo-poo it with saying that. I hate that kind of stuff in that moment. Give me for that post-game breakdown afterwards. Save that for a couple hours afterwards. But let this kid have his moment. So how do we solve this? Because Key and I are living in the wrong century. Key and I are not really that into social well, media. Well, Key just learned how to stream. <laughs> God bless his soul. That's true. You have two and a half million followers on Twitter. You understand the value of, you know, being not just on the radio, not just being on television, but what Instagram and all these social media feeds can do. We're not, <laughs> if Key was here, I'd tell, we're not putting the toothpaste back in the tube, right? We're only going No, we're forward. buying some more toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> it costs 98 cents. So what do you, what do, you do? How do you? How do you sort of stem the... T- I'm not saying you have to stem the tide, but, you know, some of these comments obviously irked you. What do you do knowing we're just moving in one direction? It's just going to get more and more cycled. Well, this is just the reality. So the reality is that the Twitterverse has also became reality. Another example, Cam Newton has his camp. A kid goes up to him and just straight up calls him. I can't say the word because we already had somebody cursing <laughs> our show true. today. That fits the quota for the whole day. <laughs> but literally calls Cam, you know, that word to his face. Multiple times, if you go back and watch the video, and I'm sitting there saying, man, that's that's something that you would say. That's something that I see people say on Twitter, right, when you're responding back to somebody because you don't need to be seen. But, wow, that kid has a lot of moxie saying that to Cam's face. I'm like, wait, hold on. Cam's won a Heisman Trophy. He's won an MVP award in the league. He may have had a tough year uh, with the Patriots and on the back end of his career, but he also has a, he's still very talented. Just respect that greatness for a second. So, Look, I, context is everything. I think we can talk about it, but how you how you talk about it matters, Zubin. How you talk about things matters in these days. Well said. Key has returned. Key, you want to talk about something that apparently matters? You're laughing. What's going on here? Well, we're gonna have to get it. We're gonna we're gonna get it. Something. I just had a, a, a out of body experience over. What happened at uh, Get Up? In and uh, yeah. I have to explain okay. it to you guys. Good Why tease. do you sound out of breath first Good off? Tease. Because Why are you I out of breath? I got scared to hell. Oh, my God, Jay. What happened? I almost peed on myself. What? I'll explain during the break. Oh, you can't just say that. Now well, I want to hear the story. explain it during the break. I want you to see it. Oh, and we're going to have to it. get the video, and I oh. want you to see it. Oh, okay. That's all. all right. Can you give us a hint? It scared me. And it scared everybody on set except one person, your favorite guy, Greeny. <laughs> Greeny. The big show. You knew he would just power through. I mean, I had no, I had no doubt about that, obviously. Um, <laughs> from your standpoint, Jay and I were just talking about the Anthony Edwards dunk. We were talking about how, hey, man, I'm sure you guys saw this. He had an amazing dunk, and people were ragging on him because his game wasn't great. I told Jay, me and you were born in the wrong century because we don't care too much about social media, but 
it's here to stay, man. The, these types yeah. of things, like with Anthony Edwards, this is going to be a nightly occurrence. Some guy is going to have an amazing athletic achievement, and within five seconds, somebody's going to bat him right to the ground. Right. Look, man, it, look, he, he, he had an amazing dunk. I love the dunk, the athletic ability, the lift, everything. But he also was, what, Jay, 0 of 7, 1 of 9 or something, way crazy on the stat line. He, he, his game needs to continue to get better and evolve and we won't be concentrating solely on dunks. And, and the, part of the problem is we live in a society of highlight reels, mm-hmm. sports center moments. That's what everybody looked to instead of saying, you know what, man, this game needs to evolve. And when you talk about a guy like Lamelo Ball, Jay argued me down about him not becoming the face of the National Basketball League. Well, that may be the case if he keeps doing highlight stuff and they start to win. And this that- is the same thing with Anthony Edwards. If you doing, you start to win – and you're doing these sort of things now, you get pushed up a couple notches. That would be National Basketball Association. I, I said what the, I, just, I meant association. Sure. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> that, Slug. That Anthony Edwards dunk made Association. Pee his pants. Why did he really pee his pants? Answer oh, my God. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.